Welcome to Geek Fights. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Hello, everybody. And uh, with us today, we've got Jason. Hello. Joe. Yo. And Paul. How's it going, folks? Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, This week's topic is the greatest sidekick of all time. And uh, the way this works... We've got a list of people. We've got the the brackets in front of us. It's NCAA tournament style. Uh, they will uh, go one uh, one on one against each other all the way down. Uh, you make your argument and you say who you want, and um, whoever gets the most votes out of the five of us moves on to the next round. And remember, guys, it's not an actual physical fight unless you want it to be. It could be a physical fight. It could be, you know, who's cooler, who looks hotter. It's anything that you want to use to make it work in your head. Use your geek logic. That's a term that Mike came up with. Mike, what's geek logic? Geek logic is any argument that you can make that will support your point. It's as simple as that. All right. Well, let's start the first fight. Round one, fight one. Robin versus C-3PO. And uh, that one goes to me, and I would make an argument for C-3PO because C-3PO is cool, but Robin would kick the shit out of him. It doesn't matter which Robin you use, so I'm going to go Robin. Mike? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go Robin on this one as well. Uh, you know, there's, there's a, a lot of reasons why, uh, not the least of which is he was among the first sidekicks ever. Uh, but I think uh, as much as I love Star Wars and, and like C-3PO, it's definitely Robin. All right, Jason? I'm going to go ahead and take a stab at C-3PO because he can instantly calculate the odds of any action the hero is going to take, and that is an immensely useful thing to have, even if it is kind of irritating. All right, Joe? To be perfectly honest, this could be... uh, This is just flat out going to be Robin. I think it would be especially interesting if it was Jason Todd because not only would he destroy him, he would sell him for spare parts. All right. And Paul? Well, I, I got to say protocol only goes so far, so you got to go with Robin on this one. All right. Robin wins the first fight. Easy as that. Moving on to the second fight. Mike, it goes to you. Uh, Harley Quinn versus Amy Pond from Doctor Who. Mm, this one uh, this one is really tough for me because I, I do like them both very much. But I think at the end of the day, uh, I have to go with Harley Quinn. She uh, She's just so devilishly twisted and perfect for the Joker that uh, I think she's a, a better sidekick. All right, Jason? Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to point out how insanely disappointed I am that you had to put the two hottest sidekicks in a battle together on the first round. Uh, Very bad move, Damon. Uh, But I am going to go with Harley Quinn because, A, I've never watched uh, Doctor Who, and, B, because she is about as devoted as any sidekick has ever been to anybody. All right. Uh, Joe? Uh, I'm staying the course and going with Harley Quinn. Chick's hot, and she knows how to use a lot of different weapons. All right, Paul? I'm going to have to go with the uh, the more perfect match, and I think Harley really has that, uh, that one-to-one with Mr. J at this point. So let's go with Harley Quinn. And uh, I guess I'll make it a clean sweep because I, as much as I love Amy Pond, she's really smart, she's really cute, and I love her accent. 
she has chicken legs, and Harley Quinn has a perfect body because she's animated. So Harley Quinn wins that one. And we're on to our next fight. Uh, Jason, this one goes to you. It's going to be Wang Chi from Big Trouble in Little China versus Luigi from Mario Brothers. All right. Well, first of all, I've never seen Big Trouble in Little China, so uh, that pretty much by itself eliminates Wang Chi. Uh, I would go with Mar- uh, Luigi anyway just to represent for video games. <laughs> all right. Joe? Uh, despite I haven't seen Big Trouble in Little China either, but I have to go with Luigi not only because of the fact that I'm probably the youngest person on this podcast, but also because of the fact that the guy can use fire flowers. I mean, come on. All right, Paul. You know, I've seen Luigi go up against a dragon, but Wang Chi's gone against a lightning god, so I got to go with Wang Chi on this one. All right. This one comes to me, and uh, I love Wang Chi. Wang Chi is awesome. He's actually not really the sidekick. If you ever watch Big Trouble in Little China, he's actually the hero, and Kurt Russell's character is actually the sidekick, but because we're seeing it from a different angle, it, it's all weird. But I, I got to go with Luigi. I got to go with – I'm going to give an, a, a nod to Chad from the last episode. Got to go back to my childhood, and I love <laughs> Luigi. So uh, I'm going to give one to Luigi and Mike. Uh, well, even though uh, my vote doesn't count at this point, uh, I would give it to Wang Chi, uh, primarily because I'm not terribly familiar with Luigi, and uh, Wang Chi isn't just a a duplicate of uh, Kurt Russell, but uh, green. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice dig on Luigi. Joe, this one is for you. It oh. is short round. Dr. Jones! Dr. Jones! <laughs> versus Jughead from Archie. Oh, all right. I'll be honest. Short Round is far, far more useful than Jughead ever was, in my personal opinion. So Short Round, hands down. All right. Paul? Well, you got Mola Ram, on the other hand, and another guy who barely survived the streets of Riverdale. Goes to uh, Short Round easily. All right, this one is for me. Um, Jughead is cool and all. He's all right. He's an iconic sidekick, you know, eating hamburgers and hanging out with Archie, getting, you know, the the extra tail that Archie doesn't bang. But um, I got to go with Short Round. Childhood. Love it. (laughs) Mike? Well, as as the the resident old fart on this panel, uh, I think Short Round is where Indiana Jones jumped the shark. So I am going to go with Jughead, despite Short Round contributing uh, one of the best lines in the movie, Clerks, uh, when Jay says, or not Jay, when Randall says, no time for love, Dr. Jones. (laughs) All right. And Jason. Uh, I am also going to go with Short Round because I never, ever, ever read any Archie comics and uh, because I do think Short Round could probably hold his own a hell of a lot better than this Jughead character could. All right. Next battle goes to Paul, birthday boy Paul. His birthday's in a couple weeks. Uh, it is Milhouse Van Hooten from The Simpsons versus Mini-Me from the Austin Power series. All right. Just by virtue, I, I think Milhouse is going to be a victim of the uh, the size of The Simpsons cast on this one for me. He wasn't as regular a sidekick as Mini-Me was to Dr. Evil, so I got to go with Mini-Me. All right, and this one comes to me. And uh, 
I just like Mini-Me. He's really creepy. I, I mean, he's really small. If you've ever seen Vern Troyer like, up against real people, he's creepy small. So I go with Mini-Me. Mike? You know, this one I, I don't really have an opinion on too much. Uh, I'm not terribly fond of either character. So I'm going to throw this one to R2-D2. All right. Millhouse is odd and Mini-Me is even. What does R2-D2 have to say, Mike? says one. So that goes to Millhouse. Millhouse gets a point. Uh, Jason? Uh, I am going to go with Mini-Me because, I mean, first of all, I don't like the Millhouse character, and I always thought his crush on Lisa was just weird, uh, especially since they were so young. Uh, And I'm going to go with Mini-Me because, I mean, come on, he's a perfect one-eighth scale replica of the person he's sidekicking for, and that's just (laughs) awesome. Uh, All right, and Joe? Uh, it looks like a almost almost clean sweep. Mini me for the pure and simple fact that he could honestly kick Millhouse's ass. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but who couldn't? <laughs> Lisa, maybe. Sure. Uh, but no, gonna... Lisa can, and Lisa has, I think. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but anyway, saxophone. <laughs> we're on to our next battle. It is uh, going to me. It is Tonto from the Lone Ranger. Versus Boo Boo Bear from Yogi Bear. And uh, I was going to pick Boo Boo earlier until I saw the Wikipedia entry about Tonto being created, well, premiering here in the Detroit area on WXYT on the radio. So because of that, I got to give it to Tonto. Mike? Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to agree uh, with Tonto uh, because, uh, you know, we all know that the, the Native Americans were quite adept at hunting bears. <laughs> all right uh jason uh, well first of all i'd like to hear what your argument for boo boo would have been uh <laughs> but i guess we can worry about that later for now i am also going to go with uh tonto because uh boo boo always complained to yogi oh i don't think the ranger's gonna like that too much and i wouldn't want that sidekicking for me so if you ain't gonna go get me that sandwich i don't want you with me all right <laughs> joe um, Tonto all the way. Boo Boo was Boo Boo was basically a teacher's pet. Let's be honest. Tonto has the survival skills. All right, and Paul. Boo Boo's a puss. Never made it with the picnic basket. Let's go for Tonto. Tonto. <laughs> all right, clean sweep there. That was a weird one. Uh, next fight goes to you, Mike. It is Samwise Gamgee's versus Tails from Sonic the Hedgehog. Well. Samwise was really kind of the heart of uh, of that story, and if it wasn't for him, the bad guys would have won. So I gotta go with Samwise. All right, Jason. Uh, I like that argument. That argument works perfectly well for me. I would have to point out though that Tails is a pretty awesome sidekick. I mean, the guy's like a genius and an engineer, and he makes all kinds of cool shit for Sonic. But not very many people know that because not very many people played the Sonic the Hedgehog games uh, outside of the casino level. Uh, <laughs> but I'm still going to go with Samwise because yeah, he pretty much single-handedly makes that story work. All right, Joe. Okay, looks like I'm going to be the dick of the round. I'm going with Tails because of the fact that, well, honestly, Samwise, yeah, I'll give him credit for that, but Tails can fly. (laughs) All right. Uh, Paul? If only Samwise had a dual animated tail. Got to go with Samwise. 
everything would have, everything would have fallen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the last vote goes to me, and I'm going with Tails too because you're damn right, Jay. Tails can fly, and uh, that was the coolest part of Sonic Two was being Tails and just flying around the screen. I loved that shit. So, oh, that was some, that was fun. Tails gets a vote for me, but it doesn't matter. Samwise won that fight. And we're on to our next fight, which is Dr. Watson uh, from Sherlock's Holmes versus Arthur from The Tick. Uh, Jason, that one goes to you. Uh, well, first of all, I love uh, The Tick. At least I love the old animated series that used to be on Fox up until about season three when it got all Saturday morning cartoonish on me and sucked. Uh, but I have a lot of fond memories of that show from when I was a kid waking up early in the mornings on a Saturday uh arthur's a genius and i mean he lets the tick crash at his house and oftentimes tear the place apart but i'm going to have to end up giving this one to watson because i don't think sherlock holmes ever would have been fooled by a green gelatinous blob shaped like watson whose only argument in defense of being watson is i watson so the fact that the tick couldn't even remember who his own sidekick was ends up causing me to give this one to uh, Watson. All right, Joe. Um, I see. Uh, that's on, especially with the way they portrayed Watson in the new movie, that makes this one a really tough call. But I will, I will have to say this much. Unfortunately, it's the Tails argument. Arthur can fly. <laughs> I'm going with Arthur. <laughs> All right. Uh, Paul? You know, Dr. Watson acquitted himself very well against uh, CGI cupcakes, so I got to go with Dr. Watson. <laughs> All right. And um, I almost left Arthur off the list. Uh, we had a shorter list before. We extended it. And as soon as I did that, Arthur had to go on the list. I like Watson. He's cool, you know, he's from the, like, 1890s, but he's probably one of those guys that would have owned slaves. So fuck you, Dr. Watson. <laughs> this one goes to Arthur. Mike, tiebreaker time. You know, uh, in, if I were to strictly go on, on who, who I've enjoyed more, it would be Arthur. Uh, I, I love the tick. I think it's hilarious. I'm not a big Sherlock Holmes fan in general. But I am going to give it to Watson because Watson has had... A, a wide range of portrayals over the years, uh, including one where uh, he, in fact, was the super detective and Sherlock Holmes was an actor he hired to uh, to be his front. And, and I just that there's just more variety, more interesting stuff going on in that character. Maybe maybe in 100 years after there's a few more uh, different kinds of Arthurs, it'll be a different argument. But for now, I got to give it to Watson. All right, Dr. Watson wins that one. Next battle goes to Joe. It is Chewbacca versus Bender. Who do you oh, got? Oh, man. Um, wow, you bastard. Why'd you have to put those two together in the first round? Um, well, let's be honest. Chewbacca could rip Bender's arms off, but Bender could bend Chewbacca's crossbow. Um, damn. I'm going to toss this one to R2-D2. All right. Odd goes you know, to Chewbacca, even goes to Bender. Just as a warning, R2 does have a tendency to prefer the Lucas characters. <laughs> Let's see uh. what he says this time. <laughs> R2 says three. 
Chewbacca gets a point. Wow, let the Wookiee win. All right, <laughs> Paul. Well, I, I like a Wookiee as much as the next guy, but I like an alcoholic robot even more. I got to go with Bender. All right, a point for Bender. My turn. Um, Bender, if his arms were ripped off by Chewbacca, could put them back on without actually putting them back on. It's a weird thing. It's in episode two of Futurama. His arms fall off and he puts them back, both back on and they just magically float in the air. Plus, Bender is a robot and I like robots. So I'm giving a point to Bender. Uh, Mike? Well, you know, for this, in a, in a straight up fight, it would be tough. Chewbacca can rip people's arms off, but Bender bending is in, in his name. He can bend steel. So not being able to really figure it out that way, I just have to go with this is this is a sidekick battle and the primary purpose of a sidekick is to back up the hero and uh, Bender doesn't back people up particularly well. Uh, I, if I had to ask who do I want behind me going into battle it, it would have to be Chewbacca. Alright, so one vote for Chewbacca, it's tied up. Jason deciding vote, who do you say? All right. Well, Bender's a pretty awesome character, and if this were just character versus character, I would probably go with Bender using an argument similar to Samwise. I mean, Futurama just does not work as well if Bender's not there. But this is a sidekick battle, not a character battle, and when it all comes down to it, I want the guy who's going to have my back, not the guy who's going to get drunk, ditch ditch me when I need him the most. But then maybe kind of make up for it with a kick-ass victory party afterwards. But I'm going to go with Chewbacca. All right. Chewbacca wins that battle. And we're on to the next one. This one goes to you, Paul. It is Barney Rubble from the Flintstones versus Marvin the Robot from Hitchhiker's Guide. Who you got? All right. Well, I I got to admit my initial initial pick was Marvin. But going with who's got your back, I mean, there really wasn't anybody who – Got somebody's back more than Barney, plus he's got a hot-ass wife. Let's go with Barney Rubble. All right. Next one is for me. Um, Barney does have a ridiculously hot wife, but Barney was not played by Alan Rickman in a movie, and I like Alan Rickman a lot. So I'm going with Marvin the Robot, and he's a robot, so I'm keeping that trend alive. Mike? <laughs> yeah, I, I really I – was, I was Marvin – most of the time, but uh, just as I'm looking over the list now, as I was kind of thinking about it, uh, Barney was just, I mean, he he made Fred look good. And, you know, that's what you need in a sidekick. Marvin's just kind of mopey. Uh, I, I really wouldn't want him around too much. I gotta go Barney. Alright, Jason? Um, well, I, I do like Barney Rubble. I mean, he's a fat, dim-witted fool, but a genuinely nice guy who managed to land himself a really hot wife. So he's a pretty inspirational character for, you know, chubby, geeky guys like me. But um, isn't Bam Bam adopted? So have Barney and Betty ever had any kids? Because I don't think there's any form of contraception in the Flintstones. So I don't know that they're ever actually having sex. So the whole hot wife argument goes completely out the window with Barney. Plus, Marvin is going to have your back. The guy is like seven times older than the universe, and most of that time is time he spent waiting around in infinite, re- infinitely repeating time loops, waiting for the other characters to come and pick him up. So 
I'm going to go with Marvin. All right. And it's all tied up, and it goes to you, Joe. Who wins? I'm honestly going to go with... I'm going to go with the with the best friend who honestly is the more interesting because honestly Marvin the robot to me always just seemed like a bore. Let's be honest. At least Barney knows how to go for a drink or two. Let's go with Barney Rubble. So Barney Rubble wins that fight. And the next fight goes to me. Uh, it is Kato green Hornet versus Gleek and the wonder twins. And, if it's if it's just the Wonder Twins by themselves, I, I would almost give it to Kato right off that. But because they have Gleek, and I love Gleek, and, you know, monkeys do win a lot on this show. So I'm going to go with the Wonder Twins on this one. Mike? I I usually go go with the monkey. That That's usually my policy. But, you know, not a lot of monkeys can beat Bruce Lee. So uh, I got to go Kato. All <laughs> right. Jason? <laughs> Well, I don't really know all that much about either of these characters because I never watched Justice League. And I had, in fact, never even heard of the Green Hornet until I got this list. But I did a little bit of research on uh, Wikipedia over the weekend. And from what I read, Kato's pretty friggin' badass. So uh, I'm going to go with Kato because he's a do-it-all sidekick and he doesn't even need any friggin' superpowers. All right, Joe. Uh, Jason nailed all my reasons right there. Plus, I'll be honest, I really honestly think Kato could beat the snap, beat the dog shit out of a pair of, (laughs) a pair of pansy aliens that can turn into water and a towel. Let's go with Kato. (laughs) All right. And Paul? Uh, form of water cannot beat the one inch punch or the black beauty. We got to go with Kato. All right. Kate Wentz of Black Beauty. Did you mean me? <laughs> I right. always I always mean you, Damon. Nice, nice. All right, we're on to our next fight. Mike, <laughs> this one is yours. One of your uh one of your boys here. Jimmy Olsen versus Kenny from South Park. Uh, excuse me? I, I, I couldn't hear you there? Uh, I think I gotta go with Kenny on that one. All he's, right. He's effectively immortal. <laughs> All right, Jason. Uh, pretty much the same argument. I mean, you can send him off to do whatever the hell you need him to do, and you do not have to worry about whether or not he comes back alive, because in the next episode, he's going to be alive again anyway. So you can't possibly say no to a disposable sidekick. All right, Joe. Uh, honestly, yeah, you really you really cannot deny an indestructible. Well, he's not indestructible, but my, my vote goes to Kenny. All right, we're going to move on. Uh, Paul. Uh, Kenny has like a one-word note next to him, and that is immortality. Got to go with Kenny, at least in the first round. All right, and this one comes to me. Uh, Jimmy Olsen is a bitch. He's a (laughs) bitch. I'm sorry. He is Superman's pet more than he is a sidekick. If he he whistles, he'll come and all that stuff. Kenny likes boobs. I like boobs. I like Kenny. So I'm going to give that one to Kenny. And the next battle goes to Jason. Uh, Ed McMahon from The Tonight Show versus Andy Richter from Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Who you got? Yeah, I'm actually one of those few people who does not watch Conan. Uh, I'm actually a Letterman guy. Uh, so I'm actually going to go with uh, Ed McMahon for old times' sake. And because he does that muscular dystrophy telethon thing, which is, you know, 
all fine and dandy and nice and wonderful. So I'll go with McMahon. Well, he did it until he died. But uh, <laughs> Joe, well, who do you um, have? Honestly, I always found Andy Richter more funny. I'll be I'll be flat out honest. Ed McMahon's cool, but come on, he was on Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I'm going with Andy Richter. All right, Paul. Well, I, I get the uh, the historical significance of Ed McMahon, but he also gave a star search. Andy Richter. All right. Um, I like Andy Richter a lot. I like Andy Richter a shitload. But Andy Richter wouldn't exist in the way that we know him without Ed McMahon sitting on the edge of the, the uh, couch laughing at Johnny Carson's shitty jokes and saying yes. So I got to go Ed McMahon. Mike? Uh, well, Andy Richter controls the universe. And if you control <laughs> the universe, you control this game. It's got to be Andy Richter. All right. Andy wins. Uh, next battle, it goes to Joe. It is Spock from Star Trek. Most of, most people listen and know this one. Versus Bert from Sesame Street, as in Bert and Ernie Bert. <laughs> Joe, who do you have? Honestly, I'm flat out going with Spock. Because a nerve pinch far out far outweighs the whiny bitchiness that was Bert. All right, uh, Paul. Well, while Bert might have sacrificed his uh, paper clip paper clip collection for a soap dish for Ernie's rubber ducky, I think Spock sacrificed more. Got to go with Mister Spock. All right. Yeah, like his life. Well, and I I like Spock. Like Spock a lot. But I am pretty sure that Bert is a power bottom to Ernie's power top. So <laughs> I've got to go with Bert there for taking one for the team. How many other sidekicks on this list take one for the team? None. So Bert. <laughs> Mike? Uh, you know, I, I have to go with Bert because uh, I, I don't think Spock's a sidekick. All right. I think Spock's a lead and uh, he shouldn't be on this list. Has to be eliminated. I'm going with Bert. All right, Jason. Deciding vote uh, comes to you. All right, Damon. You say that uh, that Bert uh, sacrifices for Ernie. Well, I seem to remember Spock getting himself killed in Star Trek II to save not just Kirk but the entire ship. So Spock can make sacrifices. Plus, Spock is more of a sidekick to me than Bert because I always just thought Bert and Ernie were both two sides of the same coin and neither one of them really counted as a sidekick or both of them were sidekicks. I don't know, but I'm going to go with Spock. All right, so Spock wins that fight and the next fight goes to Paul. It is Bucky Barnes, Captain America's sidekick, versus Ed Norton from the Honeymooners. Well, this was a tough one. I don't have a whole lot invested in either Captain America or the Honeymooners, but uh, uh, you know, I, I gotta go with somebody who didn't wear a neckerchief. So let's go with Ed Norton. All right, Norton. Uh, this one comes to me. Uh, my turn. Uh, I like Bucky. Bucky is cool. Uh, he died for his 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 hero. He died, even though they brought him back recently in comics. Uh, Ed Norton is one is the archetype of quite a lot of sidekicks. Barney is Ed Norton. Uh, Boo Boo is a form of Ed Norton. Ed Norton is everywhere. Uh, so I got to go Ed Norton. Mike? Bucky Barnes was in the bu business of killing Nazis. 
so I think he could take Ed Orton. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jason? Well, I think uh, Bucky Barnes has probably had a much more interesting history. The guy eventually becomes a pseudo-villain and then becomes the hero himself, which, I don't know, I guess maybe kind of should disqualify him from this list because he's not a pure sidekick, but he's way better than Ed Norton, so I'm going to go with Bucky Barnes. All right, Jay, deciding vote goes to you. Mm. This one, honestly, is just going to flat out go to the person, the one that I like better, which is, honestly, Bucky, because Mike said it, he's in the business of killing Nazis. And the business is good. Bucky wins that fight, and the last fight of the first round goes to you, Mike. Ron Weasley from the Harry Potties. Harry Potty. <laughs> uh, that's, Harry. A different, that's a different movie, Dan. It's a very different movie. <laughs> and a very, Harry, a very different sidekick, too. <laughs> <laughs> from Harry Potter and Donald Duck. Well, everybody knows Donald Duck. So who you got, Mike? Well, like I said before, generally speaking, as a rule, I, I vote for the monkey. And I usually vote against the duck. So I'm going Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley gets a point. Okay, uh, Jason. Uh, well, I've also not gotten around to reading any of the Harry Potter books or watching any of the movies. Uh, well, I did see one, but I don't remember the Ron Weasley character at all. But Donald is a complete dick and a total bitch. Is Ron Weasley a complete dick and a total bitch? Can one of you guys help me with that? Uh, no, he's not. All right, then I'm going to go with Ron Weasley because I do not want to have Donald Duck sitting behind me, squealing the entire time. All right. Joe. Truth be told, by his by his sheer wealth of work, I am honestly going to go with Donald because you can't fault that. You can't fault, like, like 60 years of material. More like 80 or 90, but I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Paul. What's I, I lost track of the score. What are we at right now with the votes? Uh, two for Ron Weasley, one for Donald Duck. All right. You know, Ron, Ron Weasley ends up pulling in Hermione by the end of that little story, but I got to go with some duck rage. Let's go with Donald. All right. So deciding vote comes to me. And while Donald Duck is cool, and I loved Donald Duck as a kid. I hate Mickey Mouse. Can't stand Mickey. Can't stand Goofy. But I love Donald. Donald had Daisy. Donald had his uncle. Donald had the, uh, the triplets, the nephews. I love Donald Duck. But Ron Weasley has magic. I don't care if he's shitty at it. He's got more magic than Donald does. And Did Ron you play Weasley- Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> no, I did not play Kingdom Hearts because that was a shitty game too. Ron in Kingdom Weasley. Hearts, Donald was the mage. You're right. You're right. He was. But in this, he's not, and he loses. Ron Weasley <laughs> wins. And that is the end of round one. Uh, we've got Robin, Harley Quinn, Luigi, Short Round, Mini-Me, Tonto, Samwise Gamgees, Dr. Watson, Chewbacca, Barney, Kato, Kenny, Andy Richter, Spock, Bucky Barnes, and Ron Weasley all moving on to the next round. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be back right after these messages. Listen to Remco's baby laugh a lot. (laughs) 
You're listening to Baby Laugh a lot. She's the funniest doll you've ever seen. Just push the button and she starts to giggle. Get Baby Laugh a lot by Remco. All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, we're going to start round two off. Uh, Jason's going to be taking this one. It's going to be Robin versus Harley Quinn. Jason, who do you have? Uh, I am going to go with Harley Quinn on this one, A, because she's way hotter than Robin. I don't care how short Robin's shorts get. His legs are never going to be better than Harley Quinn's. Uh, and again, because I just – her absolute love for the Joker cannot be shaken at all. It's the most insane, crazy – twisted love of probably any comic book character ever and uh so i don't the joker can always bank on harley quinn being there for him even if he's a total dick to her all right joe who do you have well honestly i'm gonna have to go flat out from the history books on this one because pretty much other than jason todd Basically, Robins have beaten uh, pretty much. Actually, honestly, only Tim Drake has ever gone up against Harley Quinn, if I recall correctly. But he's beating beating her on multiple occasions, twisted love or not. So I'm going with Robin. All right, Paul. I mean, I don't know if they even used the word sidekick that much before Robin came around. So I mean, (laughs) he might have. There might be historical precursors, but he is the archetype of sidekick. Got to be Robin. All right, this one comes to me, and uh, I would love to bang Harley Quinn. I, I, she's really hot, and yes, I know she's a cartoon character. The ladies that listen to the show, I don't care. I love love Harley Quinn, but if there isn't a Robin, Joker doesn't need a sidekick, so there is no Harley Quinn. So I've got to give it to Robin, Mike. Uh, I'm going to uh, agree. This one definitely uh, goes to Robin uh, for all the reasons that you guys have said, and uh, especially that yeah, it, uh, the the purpose of Harley is to balance Robin, so he uh, he's definitely got the upper hand there. All right, Joe. This one goes to you. It is Luigi versus Short Round. This is a hard one. Uh, go ahead. Oh man. Now, while Luigi can use fire flowers and all that loveliness and has written Roshi, Yoshi on multiple occasions, Short Round is just honestly less – Short Round is less annoying than Luigi at times, I'll be honest. So, honestly, I'm going to have to go with Short Round on this one. One for Short Round. All right, Paul. <sighs> you know – I, I, I hate to go back to a first-round argument, but when you're getting into palette swapping as a means of differentiation, I think you're already starting from a weak place. Short round, it might have been a bit of a shark jump, but it was still an entertaining movie. Got to go with short round. All right, this one goes to me. Um, uh, It's me, Mario. I mean, Luigi, I, I, I don't... It, Whenever I played Mario Brothers as a kid, I was almost always Luigi because my cousin David or my sister would always want to be Mario, so I was stuck being the sidekick. And I love and you know, I grew to love it because that's what I was. So uh, but I love short round, but there's so much more Luigi than there is short round. So I got to go with Luigi. Mike. Hmm, so it's the 
Asian stereotype versus the Italian stereotype. <laughs> that's that's really really tough, but uh, I think uh, I think I will wind up going with short round because uh, even though I may not like him, he is sidekicked Indiana Jones, and uh, I definitely would pick Indiana Jones over Mario. So short round for me. All right, and Jason. Uh, is this one already decided? Yes, it is. Okay, for short round? Yep. All right, well, it doesn't matter. Either way, I would have gone for Luigi. I don't think palette swapping is a fair argument for dismissing Luigi because they had to deal with the power of an only 8-bit console. So I think that argument's kind of BS and not fair. If Indiana Jones was only in 8-bits, short round would probably have just been a half-size Indiana Jones. Um, Also, the plot of all the Mario games is... The princess gets captured and Mario and Luigi have to go find her. So Mario or Luigi ends up bringing back a princess for Mario. Did short round bring back any princesses for Indiana Jones? Not that Indiana Jones needed any. He was getting plenty already, but I've got to go with the sidekick. Who's going to bring me back a hot chick tail. So, all right. Even though it didn't matter, short round did win that battle. And the next one goes to Paul. It is Mini-Me versus Tonto. Okay. <laughs> the one I was not expecting to run into. Um, man, I don't... Again, not a lot invested in either one. Um, I got to go go back to historical significance here. Um Mini me without as creepy as he might look. Mini me without Doctor Evil is not getting very far. Tonto without the Lone Ranger, he's still got his own thing going on. I'll take Tonto over Mini me. Uh, yeah, I I agree with that. I, and Mini me is cool, but Tonto made his premiere here in Detroit. Uh, there were Kimosabi. That doesn't mean anything. It's a made-up word. It is a made-up word. They made it up for the show, but we all know that Kimosabi means a friend, a compatriot. They made it up, and it's in the vernacular now. What's in the vernacular for, for Mini-Me? Nothing, because he has, like, four lines in two movies. So I got to go Tonto. Mike? Yeah, I, I'll have to agree with, uh, with the argument for Tonto. Uh, for all the reasons everyone said, plus, you know, let's face it, if, uh, if Tonto can take down a bear, he can take down a little person. All right. <laughs> Jason? Well, not unless Mini-Me bites off his balls first, which we all know Mini-Me tends to do. But I'm still going to go with Tonto because in the end, Mini-Me was intentionally offensive and Tonto was accidentally offensive, which makes it even funnier. So I'm going to go with Tonto. All right. And Joe? <laughs> You know what? I really can't argue with that kind of logic right there. But regardless, Tonto, many me, no contest. Tonto all the way. All right. The next battle comes to me. It is Samwise Gamgee's versus Dr. Watson. And, <laughs> you know, Watson is cool. Watson is like 20 or 30 years older as a character. Than Samwise Gamgee's, but as it was said before, Samwise is the heart, and those movies without heart, those books without heart, are are lost. They aren't the classic hundred year old. They're not the a part of the what is it? The greatest book of the last century. It doesn't happen. 
It doesn't happen without Samwise Gamgee's and Sean Austin, and that that performance in that movie was great. You know, everybody thought that they, they were gay lovers in the movie, but it doesn't matter because you could tell that that character loved Frodo so much that he would do anything. He would die for him. So I, I got to go with Samwise. Mike? This this is a, another tough one. I mean, two classic uh, characters from from some classic stories. But, you know, I think personally uh, I'm going to go Samwise because if if it really comes down to a choice between, uh, you know, the kind of poncy British guy or the short hairy dude, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with my own and go with Samwise. All right, Jason. <laughs> All right. Well, if Watson was going up with just about any other character on this list besides Spock, I would have given it to Watson. Uh, simply on the grounds that he was portrayed by Jordy LaForge in The Next Generation. But I'm still going to end up going with Samwise because I, that's the right, it's the right thing to do and I can't go against my conscience. Samwise, as far as I'm concerned, does give up his life for Frodo because he goes to the top of that mountain and that mountain is falling apart and both those characters are dead unless an eagle comes out of nowhere and swoops them up and takes them back to... Uh, you know, they're friends. So as far as I'm concerned, Samwise does give up his life. He's absolutely devoted to Frodo, and you can't have a better friend than Samwise. All right. Uh, Joe? Well, in this particular case, Samwise is the better sidekick, flat out, in this one. Um, Watson may have higher skills, but I got to give it to Samwise. The guy gives himself completely to his hero and just <laughs> and that, 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 that was an innuendo to the gay lover thing but you know hey <laughs> i still i still I still gotta give it to sam wise all right and paul is it a clean sweep i i have to say it is when it comes i mean sam wise was a man of action dr watson held holmes's uh person eight ball gotta go with sam wise all right sam wise gamgees and a sweep all right, the next battle goes to you, Mike. Ooh, this is a hard one, too. Chewbacca versus Barney. Uh, you know, this is not a hard one for me. It's it's definitely Chewbacca. Uh, you know, you got to let the Wookiee win, and, and you can also... Uh, <laughs> Fred could not really ride Barney as easily as Han, I think, could ride Chewie. And Yoda, it was no problem at all. All right. Uh, Jason. Mm, this is another difficult one. Uh, mm, I almost want to disqualify Chewbacca because he was in the prequels, but Barney was also in a horrible Flintstones movie. So I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, Chewbacca uh, just because, yeah, Chewbacca's cooler and he would give up his life for Han Solo. Uh, I don't know if Barney would go quite that far with Fred. All right, Joe. Well, let's be honest. He's a giant fur, giant furball with a laser crossbow. The other is a uh, blonde caveman. One might assume that'd be a pretty even thing, but honestly, no, it's not. Chew. Let's go, Chewy. All right, Paul? Well, they both got bare feet, but Chewbacca would go up against Jabba the Hutt to help Han... Barney kind of got the shakes when he had to cross Betty. So let's go with Chewbacca. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one comes to me. 
Um, it's already over, but Chewbacca does not get a clean sweep because Fred, sorry, Fred could have cheated on Wilma and Barney would have lied about being at the bowling alley with him. I'm not even joking. He's got his <laughs> back to the end. He would have totally lied for him. And he has on the show before. And not, you know, like he was banging anybody. But I got to give one to Barney just for that, even though Chewbacca has already won. And we're on to the next fight. I would, however, like to point out that Barney has a hard time crossing his wife, or more, more of a hard time crossing his wife than Chewbacca does going up against uh, Jabba the Hutt. Because Chewbacca is not planning on getting any action from Jabba the Hutt. Well, yeah, there's that so, that's not even fair. Uh, <laughs> we called uh, we called into question the amount of action already. Bam Bam could be adopted. So <laughs> yeah, it, but we're on to the next fight anyway. It's it's going to you, Jason. It is Cato versus Kenny, the case. Uh, we've still got the uh, indestruct or well, not indestructible, but the uh, immortal logic for Kenny. Uh, so I'm going to go with Kenny also because I'm more of a fan of South Park than I am a fan of the Green Hornet, which, as I said earlier, I had never heard of until this weekend. So I'm going to go with Kenny. All right. Joe? Oh, oh this is another really tough one. Um, Kato, I mean, Kenny, Kenny is, yeah, he's immortal. But let's face it, Kato is the almost a Swiss Army knife, but Asian. So I'm going to go with Kato. All right. Paul. The Asian army knife. All right. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, immortality has its benefits, but, you know, Kenny is basically a punchline. Kato was the companion and the sidekick. So I think if we're going by sidekick, you got to go with Kato. All right. And it's on to me. Um Kato was played by Bruce Lee, and uh, Bruce Lee died on the set. So did Kenny. Kenny came back. <laughs> I haven't seen any new Bruce Lee movies. Have you? Nope. So my vote goes to Kenny. Mike? Uh, you you are mistaken. Bruce Lee did not die. He's hanging out with Jim Morrison and all the other people who never, ever died. But for me... Kenny is poor. Kato is rich. We know who wins that fight. It's Kato. All right. <laughs> so you're going class war on that one, and Kato <laughs> wins. And we're on to the next fight. <laughs> this one comes to you, Joe. Uh, it is Andy Richter versus Mr. Spock. Oh, man. Well, this one is where, I, well, I do, I love Spock. He is, uh, you know, he's, you know, Kirk's right hand. But the pure and simple fact is, truthfully, I can relate more to Andy Richter. So Andy, Andy's getting my vote on this one. All right, Paul. Hmm. I don't know. There's, there's only so far you're gonna get uh, standing next to the teleprompter, emceeing a, uh, a talk show. So I have to, I have to go with Spock on this one. All right. This one comes to me. In the year 2000, in the year 2000, Andy Richter was no longer on the Conan O'Brien show. Uh, he didn't make another appearance with Conan until, like, what, last year when they got kicked off the Tonight Show together. So um, I'm going to have to go with Spock. Mike? Well, I I don't recall Andy Richter 
breathing alien spores and attempting to kill Conan O'Brien, so I think I'm going to have to give it to him. Uh, okay, so you're giving it to Andy? Yes. Okay, deciding vote goes to you there, Jason. Who wins this fight? Spock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not even going to drag it out. Nope, Spock. It's always Spock. It's always been Spock. I love you, Spock. Spock <laughs> gave his life for Kirk. Andy Richter hasn't done that for Conan yet. In fact, An- Andy Richter stopped being his co-host on the show. So, All right, I can't argue with that. Spock wins that battle. And the last fight of this round goes to Paul. It is Bucky Barnes. Versus Ron Weasley. Who you keep got? Getting, I just keep getting drawn to Bucky here. Um, <laughs> again, I'll leave, I'll leave behind the neckerchief and everything else and the domino mask. Ron Weasley. Bucky makes the ultimate sacrifice, but you, you get a lot more out of Ron's character. I mean, he actually develops along, you know. I, I, I think there's more to identify with with a Ron than a Bucky. So on the basis of being multi-dimensional, I'll go with Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley, and it comes to me. Um, I like Ron Weasley a lot. He is a really cool sidekick. He tries to hook up his boy with you know other girls. He does the things that best friends and sidekicks are supposed to do. But uh, Bucky, I, don't, I really don't care what the what new Bucky is, and he's Captain America now. Whatever. He died. He died saving his compatriot he died saving the guy he was sidekicking with and you can't really make a much bigger sacrifice than that so i'm giving my vote to bucky mike yeah i'm i'm definitely gonna have to agree uh bucky's an american ron's a lineman (laughs) usa 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 you oh sorry Uh, i get (laughs) caught up in those chants uh jason your vote For both of the reasons that you guys already mentioned in favor of Bucky Barnes, I'm also going to go with Bucky Barnes. Uh, In addition, I'm going to throw in the fact that I just want a Marvel Comics character to stay in here to compete with the DC character of Robin. (laughs) All right. Uh, And Joe. America, fuck yeah. (laughs) Um, Our new national anthem. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, um, granted they didn't spend much time developing him back in the day but you know honestly what they've done with bucky nowadays even before they made him uh captain america they i mean the character himself is just he's just honestly i would i want bucky behind me before ron weasley i'll be honest so i'm going with bucky all right bucky wins that's the end of that round and uh we're down to the grade eight it is robin versus short round tonto versus samwise gamgees Chewbacca versus Kato, and Spock versus Bucky. And uh, we're going to start the round right off with me. Uh, I get Robin versus Short Round. And, uh, wow, this one's a really hard one for me. Uh, I like Robin a lot. I, I, I think I voted for Robin the whole time, but um, I love Short Round. You know, I love that whole movie. I know lots and lots of people hate Temple of Doom, but Temple of Doom is the Indiana Jones movie that I saw. That was the one that was for me. I didn't see Raiders of the Lost Ark. I saw Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and I love Short Round. Dr. Jones! Dr. Jones! So I got to give it to Short Round. Mike? Uh, I, I definitely have to go with Robin on this one. He, uh, yeah, For all the reasons that have been said, quintessential sidekick, blah, blah, blah. But uh, if if for no other reason 
than the uh, the wonderful homoerotic performance by Chris O'Donnell and Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason. Uh, I'm going to go with, you know, Robin because of the fact that he is an iconic character. Also, I think that Short Round is, quite frankly, a disposable character. You probably could have kicked him out of that movie or replaced him with someone else, and the movie still would have worked just as fine or just as badly as the case may be, depending on how you like that movie in regards to the other Indiana Jones movies. So I go with Robin. All right. Joe? Uh, Honestly, I've voted Robin all all this time, and... I'm sticking with him, to be honest, because let's be, let's face it, Robin's by far more useful than Short Round. All right, Robin and uh, Paul. Well, you know, Robin, uh, Short Round apparently got left at an orphanage about five minutes after Temple of Doom ended, and Robin got adopted. (laughs) (laughs) I defer to Bruce Wayne's wisdom. In making the making the ultimate commitment, Robin. It is all right. Robin does win that fight, and the next fight goes to you, Mike. It is Tonto versus Samwise Gamgee. This is this is good. I mean, Tonto is uh, is that that classic character, and certainly I love the Lone Ranger. But I think I'm I'm going to stick with Samwise here. Uh, just again, he Tonto might do a better job of having your back, but. He won't try as hard. All right. So you're going Samwise. Uh, Jason. Uh, I'm going to go with Samwise because I did a little bit of uh, research on Tonto over uh, the weekend and found that uh, in all of the forms of media that he was represented in, they never got his backstory quite right. and Or they never got it consistent. Some. Uh, sources said one thing about how he met the Lone Ranger. Other sources said something else. And quite frankly, some of them really didn't even make sense and were kind of stupid. So I'm going to stick with Samwise because I don't understand why Tonto and the Lone Ranger are such good friends to begin with. All right. Joe. Um, I'm going to have to defer back to the previous uh, argument when I voted for Samwise last time. Um, and and honestly, Jason brought up a really good point. You really have no idea why he's there in the first place. <laughs> you know why Sam is there from the get-go. And honestly, yeah, you can definitely see why Frodo wants him there to begin with. Let's go with Samwise. All right, Paul. You know, I again, a lot of this stuff has been brought up before, but Samwise, it, Samwise is the glue. And he's the glue without being center stage. Uh, Tonto is a peripheral. And, I mean, a sidekick isn't just there just to take up space. You know, you expect him to do something. And Samwise is the do-something guy. So Samwise it is. Uh, And it comes to me. And I really do want to vote for Tonto. Uh, When I was a kid, I I remember watching the Lone Ranger and the Tonto uh, and Tonto on TV, high O silver away. And I really did want I wanted to be Tonto because obviously I thought I couldn't be the Lone Ranger because, you know, I'm kind of effed up in the head. But I thought Tonto was the coolest thing there was. But I can't I can't vote against the Hemwise Gamgees. I I, there are moments where I almost tear up because of the emotion in at least in the movies that he puts forth and I'm sorry, it's gotta be Samwise for me. So 
Samwise Gamgee's wins in a sweep. And our next battle. I, I thought you were going to say you were going to uh, you uh, didn't think you could be the Lone Ranger because you were black. Uh, that's actually exactly what I just said there. <laughs> oh, I thought you just said messed up in the head. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, we're oh, okay. on the next battle. Jason, this one goes to you. It is Chewbacca versus Kato. Uh, same argument as before that I used in support of Kenny. I didn't even know about the Green Hornet until this weekend, so I'm going to go with Chewbacca. All right, Joe. To be absolutely truthful, I think given enough time, Kato could beat Chewbacca. So I'm uh, so you're going Kato? I'm going with Kato. All right, uh, Paul. Yeah, if Kato gets that bowcaster, not to come down to physical combat, I think if Kato got that bowcaster away from him. You know, we we be looking at a whole different battle there, and just for, you know, got again, got can't uh, can't resist Bruce Lee for that one, Kato. All right, that's two for Kato. Now I could go with my childhood and say Chewbacca, but but I'm going Kato. And Mike. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to agree on Kato. Uh, it's definitely if it came down to a fight between the two, it's uh, Chewie's an excellent warrior, but Kato's Bruce Lee. Right? How do you beat Bruce Lee? <laughs> uh, oh wait, how, oh wait, no, that's how you beat Brandon Lee. Sorry, I was thinking about you know a really after scene in the movie. But uh, the final battle of this round goes to Joe. It is Spock versus Bucky Barnes. Okay, for this one, I'm going to have to refer to recent comics history in which, I mean, honestly, Bucky, I mean, the guy was a winter soldier. And I think really in a straight on combat situation, I honestly think that Bucky could beat Spock. I really do. So I'm going with Bucky. All right, Paul. Well, I've, I've been trying to get rid of Bucky for about three rounds now, so <laughs> my preference is probably clear. But going back, again, recent comic history, let's go with recent movie history. You know, Spock is, I mean, he, he's an excellent foil, and when it comes down to it, he could whoop more ass if it, if it came to it. So I think Spock's got to go head and shoulders above Bucky on this one. All right, and this one comes to me. And, uh, you know, if there was an equal fight, if there was a way that Bucky and Spock could fight equally, sure. But I think people forget that Spock is incredibly strong because he lived on Vulcan. He was born on Vulcan, and their gravity is twice as strong as Earth. So that means he, he's, at least a, he's at least 25, maybe 30, 40, 50, 100% stronger than Bucky Barnes. Bucky Barnes is a well-trained person. So is Spock. Starfleet is the military too, goddammit. I'm sorry, it is. It's a military organization, even though they're like exploration. It's bullshit. So I gotta go with Spock. Mike? There's some excellent math, Damon. Well, um, th- this is a very difficult one. Uh, putting aside my objection to Spock being a sidekick, uh, certainly both of them gave their lives for, uh, for their, their captain. Both of them actually became captains afterwards. Spock uh, was getting it on with Uhura, uh, who is uh, played by, um, what is her name? 
Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Oh, God. Bucky <laughs> getting it on with the Black Widow, who is played by Scarlett Johansson. So the they they line up pretty equally. So I'm I'm gonna have to say, if I had to pit their uh, their respective heroes against each other, Captain America would beat the shit out of Captain Kirk, and uh, and while while Spock may be a Vulcan, uh, Bucky has a cybernetic arm, uh, seriously enhancing his strength. And you know, Starfleet is a a military organization, uh, but. Bucky was not trained by the military. He was trained by Captain America. Uh, and Captain America could take on all of Starfleet. So it's got to be it's got to be Bucky. All right. Uh Jason, deciding vote going to you. All right. Uh, another interesting parallel between these two characters is that not only will both of them lay down their lives for the uh, person they're sidekicking for, but they'll both also do it in multiple universes. Because if uh, you guys know, the Marvel Comics has like multiple universes worth of comic books. They've got all kinds of different worlds and different realities, and I'm pretty sure Bucky Barnes uh, is in at least several of them. But – Mirror Universe Spock led to the downfall of the United or the uh, Terran Empire, which led to some very entertaining Deep Space Nine episodes where we got to see lots of lesbian making out. So I'm going to give Spock the edge based on that because I'm not aware of any Marvel Comics universe <laughs> where all the chick superheroes make out with one another. <laughs> I, I can point you to some websites. <laughs> Legitimate. Marvel Comics universes. <laughs> All right. That's the end of that round, and we've got our final four, folks. It is Robin versus Samwise Gamgees versus and Kato versus Spock. Uh, wow. This is – this is – wow. Uh, Paul, uh, we're going to go to you for this one. Robin versus Samwise Gamgees. Well, I, I, I'm liking that this is shaping up really well. There were some upsets early on, but my final four is intact. <laughs> and uh, I, I'd be winning the office pool going away right now. Um, this is going to come down to personal preference. Uh, we've been talking all night about how Samwise is the glue and he's the guy who's you know making that story move forward. I don't think anyone can doubt Robin's commitment either. And again, personal preference, Robin is the sidekick, if there's ever been a sidekick. So Robin, I, I have to go with Robin over Samwise. Get him to the final. All right. This one comes to me. And uh, I, I, I love Samwise Gamgees. Um, but you're right. And I... I, I almost don't want to vote for Robin just to get him out because Robin is the he is the greatest sidekick of all time, at least in my head. Uh, when you think about it, DC, the DC Universe had a line of sidekicks that came after him just because of that. Aqualad, Kid Flash, Wonder Girl, Speedy. I love Speedy. He used to do heroin. But <laughs> all of them come from Robin. If Robin doesn't exist, I don't think any of them do. And I... I don't know which one came first, Robin or Bucky. Mike, who came first? Robin came first. Robin comes first. Robin wins. Mike? Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to agree. Uh, certainly, Samwise, you know, it's was the heart of, of that story, but Robin has been at the heart of so many great stories. 
the the death in the family uh, was a, a a monumental comic book event. Uh, you know, Robin's first appearance, uh, Robin going on to become Nightwing. Uh, even the current Robin, when he's beating somebody in the head with a, a bucket and a spoon, uh, it's <laughs> there's just so many different Robin stories that uh, that have been told. And Samwise, you know, pretty much just the one. All right, Jason. Uh, I'm going to stick with Samwise, and I want to say that I'm very, very, very disappointed that uh, Robin's going to win this one because I was really hoping Samwise would go all the way. And if he were on the other side of this argument in place of Cato, I would totally vote for Samwise over Spock because I do feel that his character in The Lord of the Rings is that strong and that much of a center pin to the entire story. I mean, Frodo forsakes him, tells him to go back to the Shire because Frodo's going to go off with Gollum, you know, to... uh, to drop the ring off, you know, and, and Samwise starts to turn back, but he ends up going back up the, uh, the mountain anyway. And, and like I said before, effectively gives up his life because he has no idea that an Eagle is going to come down and pick them up off the mountain and take them to safety. Even though he can't help Frodo anymore over the, you know, for what Frodo has to do, Samwise still turns back and goes up to the top of the Mount Doom to be with Frodo as he drops the ring into the mountain, regardless of whether Frodo even wants him there or not anymore. So I have to stick with Samwise because I think Samwise is going to have my back more than Robin because Robin went off on his own. Robin became his own hero. So he's not a pure sidekick, at least not anymore. All right. And uh, Joe? Um... I honestly have to disagree with the whole pure sidekick thing because, to be honest, no sidekick stays a sidekick forever. I mean, that's the nature of a sidekick. A sidekick is eventually supposed to grow and develop under the person, under their companion, and eventually move off on their own. And, like, Robin and is the epitome of that. I mean, Robin isn't even so much a character. Robin is a title. So, um, and also... I mean, honestly, it's been said before, without Robin, there would be no sidekick. So I got to give it, my vote goes to Robin. All right. Uh, This next fight for the finals goes to Mike. It is Kato versus Spock. Wow. Uh, You know, I, I love me some Spock, but I really want to see Kato go up against Robin in the finals and, and have a reenactment of that great Batman uh, TV show. So I'm going to go Kato. All right, Jason. Well, I think my preference for this one is already clear. For the last two arguments, I've dismissed Kato simply because I don't know anything about Green Hornet. But I'm not going to use that argument this time. This time I'm going to go for the vaulted childhood argument. Uh, you know, Star Trek was a big part of my childhood, and I still cry every single time I get to the end of The Wrath of Khan. Uh, so I have to go with Spock. All right, Joe. All right. Honestly, at this, I mean, I knew very little about Green Hornet going into this. Just you know, the basics that you know he was Bruce Lee, and, and then a few other things. And um, I just I really looked into him, checked out, even checked out some um. You know, old Green Hornet footage and whatnot. Honestly, I like Kato better. <laughs> so I'm going flat out with Kato on this one. All right, Paul. I have been a steadfast Kato supporter 
all this time, and Mike makes a great argument about wanting to see a a reenactment of that great, you know, Van Jones, uh, you know, uh, 60s Batman era team up. But when it comes down to it, going back to that last scene in Wrath of Khan, uh, I don't see Cato eliciting that sort of response from the uh, the Green Hornet. And you really see what that that's that sidekick that friend meant to him so i'll have to go with uh, spock over cato for the final all right and this one comes to me all tied up i'm the deciding vote and where i i, I wanted to do that mike i i really did i did like you know cato versus robin is a really 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 cool thing and i know you don't believe that spock is even a sidekick but he he's uh, the title of sidekick to me is more than just you know, somebody who's under their tutelage, it's, it's, it's a brother. It's, it's the guy that you're going to go into battle with no matter what. I mean, he's your compatriot. He, he's there for, uh, till the end. And Cato is cool and all, but he's not there to the end. He's not, he's not going to do that. Spock will. So I got to give it to Spock. And wow, this is the finals. We're, we're here. Our final battle. It is Robin versus Spock. And we're going to give that one to Joe. Joe, you're going to start this fight off. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Robin versus Kato. Oh, man. You could break this up in so many different ways. It's I mean, Robin versus Spock. Spock. Oh, Robin versus Spock. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, well, Let's be honest. If it's going to be Spock, I'm going with Robin. Uh, just with him, just on the fact that I like him better. All right, Paul. Well, as an emotional moment, as uh, as the uh, Scotty scored uh, funeral was, you know, I'm I'm going back to the archetype. It all starts with Robin. I think it should end with Robin. You know, he he's my vote for the. Uh, the the champion here. All right, and now it's on to me. Um, you know, I want I want I want to vote for Robin. I I mean, both have have died. Both Robin and Spock have died and come back. Um, Robin, there's been five or six different Robins, not just you know Dick Grayson. You've got Dick Grayson, Jason Todd. Uh, Tim Drake. Uh, I don't know what the Stephanie, spoiler. Stephanie Ste- Brown. Stephanie Brown or Kane. Stephanie or Brown. Stephanie Brown and Damian Wayne. Um, but I, I gotta go Spock. I gotta go Spock. I love Spock. He's one of my favorite all-time secondary characters. So Spock. Mike. Uh, you know, I I think I've gotta go Robin. Certainly, I've I've not voted for Spock yet. And uh, like it's been said, Robin is is the definitive sidekick. Uh, and you know, you also you left off Carrie Kelly on that list from The Dark Knight Returns. So that's six different people who have been Robin. Three of them have gone on to become uh, Nightwing, the Red Hood, and Red Robin. You know, Robin Robin isn't uh, isn't just a a name. It isn't just a position. It's it's a school for becoming a hero, 
And uh, I think because of that, I have to give it to Robin. <laughs> all right, uh, Jason. In all my travels, I've never met any more, anyone more human, and neither have I. I've got to give my vote for Spock, even though I think we've already got three for Robin, and Spock's not going to win it. Yeah, You are correct. Robin did win. Uh, Robin wins it. Wow. Uh, I, I kind of expected it, but I wasn't expecting it. Uh, Robin won that battle. And that he's was sort of the, he's sort of the duke of sidekicks, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Much like uh, last time's uh, Joker win for the best villain, which puts two yeah. Batman characters uh, in the lead here. I, I wonder if Batman can take best hero when we do that. But uh, but we also came around to uh, the person who usually wins this uh, contest. You know, Robin's got some staying power. Yeah. <laughs> You, you, I, I mean, I don't know how you can keep him down because, like you said, Robin isn't a character. It's an institution. It's where you go to learn how to be an absolutely selfless, heroic hero. And, and I don't doubt that a single Robin wouldn't give their life for Batman. I mean, I know Spock did, but... I, I don't doubt that Robin would. Robin would do it in a heartbeat. And, and you know, My big question, though, is does Batman love Robin as much as Kirk loves Spock? Uh, maybe even more so. They're, they're like his children. But really? Because I, I, I didn't read Batman comics, so I don't know exactly how close their relationship is. If you think about it, though, with uh, when Spock died, Kirk threw away his career to go get him. I don't and, think Batman would do And that. when Robin died... Uh, well, Batman just got a new one. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Yeah. Uh, but that is all this time. Uh, we're done so with So maybe this Robin episode. should win best pet, not best sidekick. <laughs> best superhero Spock, pet Robin. Best Spock sidekick Spock. Best Spock wins best friend. But Crypto would okay. fuck we'll, Robin we'll up. Dispose, dispose, disposability is a good trait in a sidekick. Hey, it got Kenny into round two. but we are done with this episode thanks everybody for listening if you'd like to contact us please contact us we're at geekfights at gmail.com we're also on geekfights.net you can contact us on twitter at geekfights you can also contact us on facebook at well geekfights uh mike uh, yeah, that'll that'll do it. I'd like to thank everybody uh, who's joined us here today and thank everybody for listening. That's all this time. And remember, everybody, keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. Wow, I, I really didn't expect that. What a what a stunning upset. Uh B- Biff Tannen. Biff Tannen won. Uh I don't even I don't even know how we got Mike, how do we get there? I, I, I told you Biff was gonna go all the way. It's the time machine, man. You can do anything. Wow. Yeah, I guess so.